Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Local voices, local conversations. Welcome back to the program as we turn our attention downtown as I'm joined by Craig Smith, Mr. Downtown Napa, the head of the Napa Downtown Association. Craig, thanks for coming in and being here with us on NapaBroadcasting.com. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's an honor to be here. It's great to have you here. First of all, it seems that downtown just improves every single day. And and I don't mean that facetiously. I mean, you've been doing this job a long time. 19 years. 19 years. And it's hard to think of any place. And I have a pretty good sense of what goes on in California, around the country. Any downtown area that's changed dramatically in the past 19 years is downtown Napa. It really has. There's been a lot of factors in that. Probably, of course, flood control in general being the biggest one to spur everything. But it's a town that's had almost $2 billion worth of private and public investment at this point. Uh, in it. And, and that's unheard of for any place, and especially a town of 75,000 people. Uh, it's it's as you said it changes all the time and it just continues to uh, and ramp it's up c- continuing to change i yes. mean there's more restaurants all the time right. more hotels all the time i mean i had a conversation uh the other day with greg cole talking about mm-hmm. you know he was one of the first to, to venture down there as a restaurant and in fact just sold celadon that's as right you know. and uh, with the changes he's seen down there it's remarkable yeah he was a lonely guy when he was down here uh he and uh Nick and Pete, right? Uh, Nikki and Pete, excuse me, at uh, then Brown Street Grill were about the two restaurants downtown. I guess Chanterelle was around then. Uh, and everybody told Greg he was crazy to put his chips on downtown Napa. Uh, Greg said to me the other day, he said, you know, when we first started, I thought, if we could make it three years, I'm going to feel like it was a right, success. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, there were 40 restaurants back then which is surprising to me that there were that many but a great number of them were diners right they did breakfast and lunch and that was it we've got closer to 70 restaurants at this point how has all of that change changed your job i mean obviously promoting downtown nap is a very different business today than it was 17 18 19 years ago yeah it is uh the first thing that pops to mind is uh, the travel riders that we have come through now, the organized trips. And I only think of that because we just did one of those. Uh, we would have never done that 19 years ago. There wouldn't have been anything to bring anybody in for. To write about that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now we do these trips regularly, and our theme is always what's new. And every six months, we have three days' worth of, of stuff to show people that's that's new. So it's uh, – uh, it, it really is interesting in that regards. What are the next things that you're looking at? Obviously, Copia is one of them, potential hotels, uh, you know, the, the new hotel that Todd Zapolsky is building. I mean, there's a lot still happening. There is, and there's a lot of stuff that we're, we're having to deal with now as a result of that growth. Uh, parking has certainly uh, is on the radar screen now as being an issue, which it never has been before. Um, keeping things clean and sparkly. Uh, my own personal mission, I guess, is in the next five years is that we become, and some people cringe at this, but somewhat Disney-esque. Uh, things need to be spark and crisply, crisp and clean. We've got to have things uh, looking good so that the old blends in with the new as it, as it continues to go. And certainly the earthquake didn't help that any. I mean, the construction that's down there, and that's that's created a bit of a, a monkey wrench at a little of it right now. It has been. Uh, no denying that. Uh, it, it's taken some time for some buildings to get back up, and others uh, won't be back up until there's a, a, a good use for them. 
the the post office doesn't seem to be in a huge hurry to fix their building. Well, the government's never uh, in a hurry yeah, to do right. anything. <laughs> Todd Zapolsky, in my mind, completely understandably, has a building that um, it was empty at the time, and there's really no point in putting the the money into fixing it up until he has a tenant for it. So you know, there there there's some stuff that will linger. Talk about some of the old-style things that are still happening in downtown. I mean, the car show and some of the other events that happen. There's a lot of people that look at those and say, oh, that's from the old days. How does that fit into all these other changes that we're talking about? We do less events to, to highlight those specifically than we used to in the past. Chef's Market's gone, clearly, Cora. although that will be back. Uh, but but some of those events are still appealing. We still have a population, and we gear our, our events towards locals, despite the fact that we, we hear a lot of people saying we're, we're trying to drive tourists. Uh, you know, old cars are a, are a big thing with people. They always have been, and I can't imagine that they're going to stop. So we'll continue to do that, and we'll still draw fifteen to 20,000 people down there on a single day for that. And you had the Earth Day celebration recently that right. drew a lot of people. I don't know how many people exactly. were there, but it was pretty crowded down there. Exactly, exactly. And those all hit different populations, and that's important to offer something for everybody, hopefully. Uh, Blues, Brews, and Barbecue is a different population than either of the other two. So it's how do you think about locals at this point in terms of what, how you want to serve them downtown? We still would like to, to be, I mean, philosophically, we're local-centric. Locals clearly are paying uh, the, the rent, for the, they're paying the salaries. They're really keeping folks in business. Uh, I'm sure Greg Cole would have told you, mm-hmm. if, if locals walked away, he's done. Uh, nobody can survive without them. It is difficult uh, because we're and have been in the, the, the Internet age, obviously, so there, there's more online shopping than there ever has been before. And we have a higher visitor count than we've ever had. And the visitors are looking for a different experience to locals. Balancing those is tough. Uh, locals would argue, and I think they may have a point, 30 tasting rooms seems like a lot for downtown. To guests, it's not. Right. Uh, does that come at the expense of something? Uh, is there a retailer waiting to go in in that place? You know, it's it's just all it's all got to be balanced out. To what extent do you look at the other cities in the valley and what they're doing, and and have that in some ways influence or shape or or at least inform some of the things you look at downtown? I mean, you talk about tasting rooms. I mean, Calistoga probably has more tasting rooms per capita right. per capita than downtown Napa does. Right. And it's because it's what people want. Right. The real challenge is, is to uh, look at other towns and, and try to see what it, what, what's working there. I mean, that's a kind of an obvious statement, but uh, what is effective and how do they maintain a downtown or a presence that's appealing to the locals? How and when does that get away from you? And how do you, how do you bring that back? Uh, how do you keep that red carpet out? And some of them do a you know a great job. Calistoga certainly has a feel that Napa will never have because we don't look like Calistoga. We're not the single street with the old pioneer right. style buildings, but their customer service, their uh, the 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 blues events they do in in February where there's music playing inside the stores has a quaintness to it that we need to remember and we need to make sure that we do some of that kind of stuff not just 20,000 
people close the streets and right but even calistoga is going through a bit of a renaissance i mean there's i think 1400 hotel rooms that are on the books approved right. that, that are going to be happening right and those aren't inexpensive hotels those are going to be four right. or five hundred dollar a night and up hotel rooms that's going to have an impact it, it does and you know it, it it really is a balancing act all the time uh, we really have to think uh, in some respects this will sound like I'm uh, negating what I said earlier, but at the same time that we are local serving, Napa as a whole is local serving. Uh, we have a different function in the city than than Bel Air does or that River Park does, uh, and that continues to to evolve. Uh, clearly, as you were talking about with the hotels, has a big impact on what the downtown looks like. So it's just a again a challenge to make sure that there's still appeal for you and i to go down there what's been the impact downtown as a result of those areas growing up bel air you mentioned certainly Mm -hmm. i mean even in south napa marketplace area is still growing the new shopping center that went in there i mean that that's impacting locals in Uh, a good way it it is uh overall business is uh booming downtown Uh, we continue to be uh, if not the leading the uh, one of the leading and always have been uh, centers in terms of the amount we contribute in sales tax to the city and the uh, the increase that has Uh, business is five times better than it was when i first got here and granted prices across the board may have doubled since then but still five times is an, an amazing increase so it, it still fits. And, of course, other areas are still growing up, for example, around the new movie theater and the yes. whole development down there and yes. the old Gasser property. Right. And, yeah, and that uh, th- there's room for that. I mean, we are still, by the experts' words, under-hoteled. So uh, by a factor, depending on who you talk to, Harry Price will tell you we need three times as many hotels downtown. Uh, and, I, and I think he's right based on the numbers that people are doing right now and based on our ability to have a hotel that charges, like you said, uh, three, four, five hundred dollars a night. How do you interface with Visit Napa Valley and, and work together with the efforts that they're undertaking? Uh, very well, I'm happy to say. And their big goal is to bring people to the valley. Uh, and then it's our job to make sure that there's a, a strong reason for them to be downtown. So we collaborate in some efforts. Uh, there are some things that we will do uh, that appeal to them because of the type of programs that they are. Uh, uh, to go back to travel writers, we try to make sure that we're bringing in uh, that they're aware of who we're bringing to town. They may want to piggyback on a day. They may have some people that we want to work with. So it goes from the micro, I think, to the macro and, and, and how we do. It's been a really nice relationship. What are some of the things you still want to see happen downtown besides cleaning it up and making it sort of squeaky clean the way you described? I'm really excited <laughs> about when uh, Todd Zapolsky uh, uh, is successful in uh, having tenants in his center and the impact that will have throughout downtown. We don't have as strong a retail scene as I'd, I'd like to see. Uh, we put out some n- nice pieces that have been very well received showing people where to shop. But the mm-hmm. fact is, uh, you can walk a block and there may only be three three places in that. Right. And there's there's room for more than, than that. And I think the, the, the three who are there now would certainly like to see more because right. that uh, success uh, begets success. So, yeah, that's, that's really something I'm looking forward to. In your view, what impact did the outlet stores have on potential for other retail downtown? They probably had a hit at the time like anything else. I, I don't know that this is unique to Napa, but there's a phenomena of 
people visiting what's ever new. Uh, I'm sure you tried <laughs> to get into the restaurant that just opened up last week. You know, forget it. Wait a week or two or a month even, it's, and then go down. I, I've, right. I keep trying to figure out, maybe you have the answer to this question, whether that's a Napa thing or that's everywhere, that's because it I'm is saying, absolutely yeah. true. Whenever yeah. anything new opens up, it's packed for a while. And I, I don't know of that experience in other towns. It seems to right. me to be Napa-centric. So, I agree. Uh, it, it's interesting. I mean, there was a line out the door at Heritage uh, Eats the other yes. night. I mean, yes. and in a couple of weeks, it'll... Right. taper off and they'll have loyal customers exactly. and I'm sure they'll do well exactly. but it's not going to be got to try the new right. place the outlet stores also brought uh, a different shopper there's there's a, a lot of folks that will do tours uh, especially Europeans that you can see the buses pull in and drop people off and that's an experience they're looking for uh, it's it's sort of funny to me I don't know how the outlet experience is different from one town to the next uh, at least anymore uh, but that there's a shopper for that, uh, and that still leaves room for downtown. They were all pretty similar at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I mean. All these right. outlets, right. essentially. Right. Talk a little bit about your enthusiasm for it. How do you keep that up for 19 years? <laughs> oh, it wanes. Uh, it, it's sort of funny. I, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, well, I think I'm done. But that that day passed. Uh, you, you know, it, the, the neat thing about it is it has been changing so much as, as you started this off with. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been there and continues to be so much happening and so many new things around the corner. And, and you still have to keep the eyes focused on how do we how do we tell this story? How do we tell it effectively for locals? How do we tell it effectively for visitors? Uh, I think if it was the same town, if we were in, and I don't mean to slam any city, so I won't name anybody, mm-hmm. but a town that just hasn't changed in 20 years, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. But it's different here. You know? How do you tell the, the Napa story? What do you tell people about downtown Napa today? What's the story? What's the pitch? The, the story is, is you can experience, you can have the Napa Valley experience in downtown uh, Napa. You don't have to drive anywhere else for it, or really, I should say, the wine country experience. And that experience has become, as the visitor center will tell you, it's all about food, wine, uh, in our case, lodging establishments, uh, and, and health and well-being. Uh, you can eat great food you can have a great wine tasting experience that's actually easier to do than it is uh, if you were to go up valley if you've never been to a winery you owe it to yourself to visit several of them you've got to walk in the you know see the grapes right you got to talk to the winemaker and all that sort of stuff but after that if you really are just interested in, in good wine why not go to a place where you can park the car and you're within 30 tasting rooms uh, it's just right there in a much more accessible space. If you're day tripping, uh, you'll save yourself a couple hours drive on a Saturday by just stopping in downtown right. versus driving all the way to uh, someplace else. How do you see Copia and the Oxbow and that whole area integrating with downtown? Well, it's been happening increasingly. It was funny. We used to talk about them over there uh, when Copia first opened mm-hmm. up, and you'd pack a lunch and cross Soskal and and then go visit Copia from having come from downtown. Uh, it's the, it's almost seamless now. And right. I, I virtually every time I'm at so, on Soskal at First Street, there are people crossing the bridge and there are people going back and forth. Uh, it's never been that far. It, our just perception of it was that it was. Right. Uh, and as it continues to grow, as the project uh, uh, what Copia emerges as, I think that will just make that stronger. 
Uh, same with the old Chanterelle spot at the corner of First and Sosco and the lot across the street from us. Those are going to become viable businesses. Uh, and, and as that happens, that makes it an even shorter walk. BurgerFi made it a shorter walk. You know, just just, right. just that much stuff. And, of course, Bottle Rock uh, being part yeah. of the whole entertainment scene that's come to downtown. Yeah, and, and that that's amazing that uh, uh, a festival of that quality and that caliber, well, a festival, period, period is, right. in, is in Napa. Who would have thought that that would ever happen? How did the downtown merchants and the, the downtown businesses feel about it? Originally, there was some ambivalence. It's going to take business away. People will be there. They won't be. How, how are people feeling about that now? Very positive. Uh, it takes a uh, uh, an adjustment. It's taken a couple of years to recognize, for example, that when people are in the concert, they're probably not going to go shopping. That's not going to happen unless it's <laughs> early in the morning or after after night. We have tremendous lunch business or breakfast business, I mean, uh, and a huge dinner that starts at about 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. So it's just changed the dynamics of the day. It's overall been positive. Um, We had uh, initially, of course, the first year, there was the perception that downtown will be overrun with these concert people and locals stayed away as, you know, in droves, as the right. saying goes. Uh, and that was better last year. People get now that it's almost like Super Bowl Sunday. If you want to shop or you want to have lunch uh, and not be bothered by a lot of people, go down the Saturday of Bottle Rock in the afternoon. Right. And, you know, you have plenty of room. Well, it's a, it's always local fear of those events. I mean, I yes. lived in Los Angeles when the last Olympics were there yes. many years ago. And people with locals were terrified. And everybody right. went out of town. And it was the best because oh, right. you could drive anywhere with right. no traffic. I think that's when they invented uh, the expression Carmageddon. <laughs> well, no, that was word. for a repair on oh, one okay. of the freeways. Okay. But but that is what happens. Yeah. People uh, run away. And right. It creates great opportunity. Right, it does. It really does. How do you think Napa will look five years from now, ten years from now, finally? You know, it's it's funny. If you had asked me that five years ago, I would have told you we're just starting to wrap everything up. But uh, obviously, that hasn't been the case. Uh, five years, I think everything will be finished with flood control. We won't have the street closures or the, the, the kind of inconveniences that we've had. McKinstry Street now is a small example relative to all the streets, but that being closed to, to, to raise that. Uh, I think a lot of the construction uh, will be wrapping up at that point, or at least the end will be in sight. I expect there'll probably be another two, maybe three hotels downtown uh, that will be at least under construction at that point. I expect that Zapolsky will uh, have plenty of tenants. In fact, he'll be worried if he doesn't, but in five years. Right. Uh, and that will that will change the dynamics of the retail aspects downtown in general. I think that you'll see more um, retail spaces occupied uh, than we have tradition than we have in a while. Of course, the thing that has everybody, the, the locals, the most concerned is there's no grocery store downtown. <laughs> well, that a lot. Yeah, that's you know that that's a concern, and and there are, you know, the first thing that, that has to be established is that the landlord or and Safeway uh, don't have plans for that, and I think that's still up in the air right now. 
uh, although I think Safeway's probably gone away. Right. That's a it pretty safe thing that to way, say that yeah. they're not coming back. I don't know what the landlord has uh, in mind for that space. Well, we'll certainly find out. Yeah, we will. And you'll probably be the first to know. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, it's got to be exciting, though. Every day there's something oh, oh, new. Oh, it is. We yeah, no, it really fun. is. It Craig really Smith, is. Napa Downtown Association. Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate really appreciate it. it. Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.